0: good morning everybody i pray that everybody is blessed and safe and well that the blessings of the lord are upon you and that you feel strengthened and encouraged on this lord's day this is a day that the lord has made and we ought to rejoice and be glad in it let us pray with you this morning heavenly father lord i thank you for this opportunity lord to share with your people lord we thank you just for another day that you've allowed us to see we thank you for life health and strength. Lord, we thank you for the use of our minds. Lord, we thank you for nourishment, for our bodies, for health, your protection, and even your safety. Lord, we ask that you continue to strengthen it and quicken and encourage us on today. Lord, may the words that we speak breathe life into somebody's spirit. Lord, allow this word to encourage someone. Let it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Allow our destiny, our heart, our own desires to run headlong into your word this morning. And Lord, of course, correct us. Put us along the path that you desire us to go, that we might be pleasing to thee. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Again, I pray that you're blessed during this Thanksgiving season, that you have shared love, that you've had beautiful relationships on this weekend. I pray that you felt even encouraged by spending time with your family or even by FaceTime and maybe in virtually, by talking with your loved ones, I pray that it has encouraged and strengthened you for the final quarter of this year. We've been sharing in this season that this is 2020. It's the final quarter, and we've been hashtagging We Got This. The reason we hashtag We Got This and not I Got This is because you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Challenge you to hashtag that right now. We got this. While you're doing that in the comments, go ahead and tag somebody else into this word that might, they might be connected to it. Share this word on your page, on your personal page, or share it in a group that you're a part of so that somebody might somebody else might be encouraged by the word on this morning. And we pray that it will not only bless you, but pray, anybody, pray, pray it blesses anyone who is attached to this word or who you share it with. As it relates to the word, we're going to John chapter 9 this morning. That's St. John chapter 9, and we'll be looking at verse 4 in the English Standard Version. Again, St. John chapter 9, looking at verse 4 in the English Standard Version. While you're looking for that, again, we are sharing from our series, our fall series, 2020, the final quarter. And we want to share from you you the thought, particularly on today, the importance of finishing strong. This year started with a lot of anticipation and with a lot of expectation. Many of you began 2020 praying that it would be better than 2019 or 2018. And yes, we faced many challenges on this year, but I wanna encourage somebody to let you know that the year is not over. God is still in control. And whatever he's promised you, he's able to do it in the middle of a pandemic. He's able to do it in the middle of problematic relationships he's able to do it despite your health situation despite the economic forecast despite the the stock market whatever it is that's going on around you irrespective of our environment god is able to do exactly what he promised you so i encourage you again this year 2020 we're in the final quarter the final 32 days The final month is upon us. I encourage you to finish strong. And why don't you hashtag that right now? Finish strong. Again, we're going to St. John, the ninth chapter, and we'll be looking at verse four in the English Standard Version. St. John, chapter nine, verse four reads, We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. Let me share that again. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. What did exactly did our savior mean by this? For those of you who have the red letter edition, you see these words in red because they were the words of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. He spoke them himself. He spoke it And he was telling us so much in just one verse. In one verse, the word of of Christ was so powerful in just one verse, he was saying a lot. The writer, uh, Dr. Leslie Weatherhead, in his book, Time for God, broke down some of the things that we do in life. And he shared a few of those things that I found pretty interesting. He said, for those who are 15 years old, as it relates to the time, if we, if we were to analogize our life to the time in one day, if we put our life in the context of one day, he said it would look like this. If you're 15 years old, the time is 10.25 a.m. If you're 25, the time is 12.42 p.m. If you're 30, the time is, the time is 1.51 p.m. If you're 40, the time is 4.08 p.m p.m. If you're 50, the time is 625 p.m. If you're 60, the time is 842 p.m. He said if you're 70, the time is 11 o'clock p.m. He said based on a lifespan of 77 years, we spend 60 minutes. If you spend 60 minutes in the bathroom per day, that's three years of your life. You spend almost two years of your life on the telephone. You spend almost a whole year of your life getting dressed. And with regard to our television consumption, we spend almost nine years of our life watching television. And if we spend less than 10 minutes a day praying, then that's less than seven months of our life that we spend in prayer. I just want you to put that in context. All the things that we do that are so important at the time He didn't even have social media. Can you imagine what that time frame would look like? How how many years of our life we spend on our cell phones, on social media? As it relates to the time we spend in prayer. As it relates to the time that we spend giving God the glory or the thanks for the things that he's done. How much time do we truly spend on that? We're talking about this is the final quarter. We're talking about we need to finish strong. And as it relates to that, we have to be careful and cautious as it relates to how we spend our time. How are we spending our time? The writer here in in, in recording the words of Jesus, he says, we must work the works of him that sent us while it is day. Now in the King James version, it records it as I must. But the better translation that you find here in the English Standard Version is that we must. It is a responsibility of us all. It's an obligation that we must work the works of him that sent us while it is day. We must never lose sight of the mission. We must never lose sight of the mission. Have you ever watched a television show? I know I have that there's a detective and they put the detective undercover And while the detective is undercover, sometimes things happen that cause the detective to establish feelings for the group of criminals that he's supposed to be undercover with or she's undercover with. They become enamored with that individual. They begin to like that person. And before they realize it, it's almost even in their mind, they are assimilating themselves into that life where they can no longer distinguish who, where they start. And where their character starts. The the role that they're supposed to be playing as being undercover. They get lost in it. Sometimes they, they call it getting too deep into it. Getting too deep undercover for so long that they forget who they are. They forget that they're not that fake name that they've given that organization. They forget the people who really mean something to them in their real lives. And not in their undercover life. Sometimes they can become so lost that those who sent them in lose touch with them. They don't call back. They forget their mission because they're so deep undercover. I say that because as Christians, sometimes the same thing can happen to us. We can get so caught up in what is around us and in our environment that we forget the mission. We forget that this earth is is not our home that we have another home as the saints say that's over in zion we have a mission on this earth that's not just about us it's not just about acquiring things and acquiring wealth it's about reaching people it's about touching people with the word of jesus christ the Acts writer says and ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you that you might be my witnesses, that you might be on a mission, that you have a purpose that is not about watching television, that's not about looking at social media, that's not about your job, that's not about just your relationships and your family, but you have a greater mission. And just like that deep undercover agent, you can get caught up so much with the trappings of life, that you forget you're on a mission. Never forget you're on a mission. Why don't you hashtag that for me? You're on a mission. You are on a mission. And all of the things that we talk about as it relates to Christ and the things that he wants to give us in his word relate to the mission. Some of the things that we desire and we see in the word that we think we should get them. The reason we don't get them is because we forget our purpose. You're on a mission. And while you're on a mission, the scripture begins to make sense. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Yes, he does that. As long as you remember, you're on a mission. Jesus said, until now, you have not asked anything. But he said, ask in my name, that your joy may be full. He's saying that you'll receive those things that you ask for in his name. And your joy will be complete. Your joy will be full. If you remember, it's not about you, but you're on a mission. Scripture we often quote, And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, for them who are the called according to his purpose. We. When it's saying we, it's talking about those of us who understand that we're on a mission. Those who are called according to his purpose. Those who don't forget the reason for being here. You're on a mission. And anything that you ask for to help you complete that mission, it shall be provided. So when asking for things, why would I ask for earthly things? I only ask for those things if it helps me complete my mission the Bible says set your affections on things above not on things of this earth set your affections and the things that you desire the things that are important to you on acquiring the necessary strength on acquiring the spiritual things of God that help you complete your mission your mission is not about getting elected your mission is not about politics that may, that may help somebody today. Your mission is not even convincing the world of your position. The only position that you should strongly advocate and be willing to die for is spreading the knowledge and the, the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, for which Paul said, I consider all things done. Everything else in my life, everything I've obtained, and everything that I know, is said, I'll toss it away just to know you, Lord just to know you better just so that i might understand and appreciate the excellency of the knowledge of christ and that i might pass that on to somebody else when that is the most important thing in your mind when that's what's in your heart then it's easy to stay focused it's easy to ask for things that are related to your mission don't lose sight this world is not your home you are an agent who is on a mission you're an agent who's on a mission and your mission is to understand and for yourself have the excellency of the knowledge of jesus christ and then also to pass that excellency of that knowledge on to someone else the thing about it is god already provides for you what you need to be successful this is my god shall supply all your needs He supplies all the materials that you need to be successful on this mission. He's already provided it for you. He's already put it in you. God is just asking you to help nurture and water and harvest. To bring forth that which he has already put in you. It's in you. I say that a lot. And I just need you to share that with someone else. This word with someone else who may need that. It is in you it is in you. Whatever that you need from God to complete your mission, it is in you. God has already made provisions for that. And I want to share this with someone else today who may be living in fear. Whatever God has assigned you as a mission and whatever he's told you that you're going to complete, let me let you know, you cannot fail. You cannot die. The devil cannot take you out of here. Until you've completed the mission that God has assigned to you. I hope that helps somebody and blesses somebody who feels like you're worthless. Who feels like your life might be snatched from you. I need you to understand. In the middle of a pandemic, God's word does not change. God's purpose does not change and God is yet in control. You cannot die until you complete the mission that God has assigned to you. I hope that blesses someone. Now, as it relates to the mission, Jesus is letting us know that the mission, the assignment that we have is urgent. It's urgent. Your mission is urgent. Hashtag that. Your mission is urgent. The Bible here says in John 9 and 4, just to remind you, it says we must work, must. It is imperative that we work the works, works. It's already been provided for you. God has made provisions for you. It's already been assigned to you. We must work the works, of him who sent me while he sent me, that means I'm on a mission, while it is day. There is urgency to your mission. Yes, God has provided the work. He's provided the materials for you to be successful. You're on a mission because he sent you. God sent you. You're not here by accident, but God sent you. Somebody hashtag that and and I just want you to do it for yourself. I want you to hashtag this for yourself. If it if somebody else, it touches somebody else, that's beautiful. But I'm wanting you to hashtag this for yourself. Hashtag God sent, God sent me. God sent me. God sent me. That means I'm on a mission. I'm I'm I, I, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for a reason. I'm I'm not a divine accident, but God has established me here for a purpose. God has me here on an assignment, and because of that, I cannot fail, because God undergirds me, God protects me, God sustains me, the joy of the Lord is my strength, because I am on assignment, God sent me, so now I'm purposeful, I'm here for a reason, God sent me, but now I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming. Need somebody to get that night is coming. Night is coming. Night is coming. There will be a time and a day for which your assignment will end. Night is coming. I want you to get that in your heart and get that in your mind. I need somebody to use that as the mantra when they wake up in the morning. I need you to wake up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, and say night is coming. Night is coming. That means my assignment is for a time and for a purpose. My, 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 My assignment is for a certain specific time as now. It's time sensitive. My assignment is time sensitive because night is coming. That doesn't mean you only have one assignment in life. You might have several, but each of your assignments is time sensitive. Let me explain that to you. Uh, For those of you who work in education or you work with children, you know that being able to reach that child on a certain level is time sensitive. It's time sensitive. Because they have so many neurons that are working inside their head. The the little baby, the little child has many more neurons than the adult. But then as we become set in our ways, there are fewer, fewer neurons firing in the brain. They begin to establish themselves and become set. And there are fewer and fewer. As a result, fewer possibilities in terms of how that mind can be shaped. That teacher, you have that child for that one year. You're on assignment for that year. And your assignment is time sensitive because night is coming. May is coming. The year will end. And the child will go over to another grade. Your ability to reach that child on a certain level is for a specified time. And just as it is with the child, so is it with our destiny. We have an assigned time. We have a designated time for our destiny to complete the assignment that God has given us. And whatever you're working on, God will give you the grace to finish it. God will give you the power to finish it. God will give you everything you need to be successful, but never lose sight of the fact that night is coming. We must work the works of him who sent us while it is day, for the night cometh when no man can work. So I want to implore somebody right now as I would get ready to close about the urgency of now. The urgency of now. Right now, there is urgency. And see what the devil often does. He doesn't tell you you don't have an assignment. He just wants you to belay the assignment. He wants you to procrastinate. He wants you to let it slide until you can no longer be impactful or until you can no longer have the same authority and power. I want to implore you about the urgency of right now. God has blessed you with the present. God has blessed you with the moment. All of us are living in a a moment. We're living in a moment right now. And we have so many reasons in this particular season to delay, to set it aside. How many times have you said to yourself about assignments or things that you're doing? Oh, I'll do that when the pandemic is over. How many times have you said that? Oh, I'll I'll work on that when the pandemic is over. I'll work on that when things calm down. I'll work on that when things return to normal. The pandemic must be a sign that it's not a good time. I challenge you. I want to challenge you on that challenge you on that thinking. Are you operating in the faith that God has given you to complete your assignment? Or are you operating on your own time? Do you think that you can figure this out by yourself? Did God tell you to wait? Or are you waiting of your own accord? It's time to consider that. Did God tell me to wait? Or am I waiting of my own accord? I need to consider whether or not it's God speaking or is it me that is speaking? Am I trying to say that it's time to wait or is God truly telling me that I should wait? Is it me or is it God? We should never, ever allow ourselves to believe that we can stop the assignment of God that we can end God's assignment, that we can put God on our own time because God is not like man. God does not worry about operating during a pandemic. God does not lose sight of what is important during a pandemic. Souls are important in a pandemic. Lives are yet at stake in the middle of a pandemic. People need to be encouraged during a pandemic. So we should never ever lose sight of our mission, just because times are hard, just because the environment wants us to wait. Don't worry about what the pandemic is saying. Don't allow the pandemic to dictate your destiny. And I need you to get that in your spirit. Don't allow the pandemic to dictate your destiny. The pandemic does not have the authority to change my assignment. I need somebody to to write that for yourself. The pandemic does not have the authority to change my assignment. I'm not listening to the voice of COVID. I'm listening to the voice of God. And you need to ask yourself that question with all sincerity. Am I listening to the voice of COVID? Or am I listening to... To the voice of God. Because while COVID is going on. Look at the scripture again. Night is still coming. The pandemic is going on. But while it's going on. Time is still ticking. Night is still coming. Night does not stop coming. In the middle of a pandemic. Let me say that again. Night does not stop coming because of a pandemic. Time keeps ticking. We cannot pause our assignment because of a pandemic, because it does not have the authority to alter what God has spoken. I want to implore you again about the urgency of now. We must be ready to work the works of him who sent us, while it is day, for night is coming when no man can work. I wanna finally encourage somebody right now who's hurting with these words, and then we will conclude. Night is not only coming for you, night's coming for your hurt. Night is coming for your pain. Night is coming for your trouble. Night is coming for your turmoil. Night is coming for COVID-19. Night is coming for your anxiety. Night is coming for your depression. Night is coming for everything that hurts you and ails you. For everything that distracts you and hurts your feelings. Night is coming for anything that tries to alter your mindset. Night is coming for anything that tries to separate you from God. I want you to speak to your anxiety. I want you to speak to your depression. I want you to speak to anything that is working against you and tell that thing that is working against you that night is coming. Night is coming for you, cancer. Night is coming for you, financial problems. Night is coming for you. To all that may be working against me, I'm just speaking to that into you and your life and your assignment right now. Anything that tries to buffet you, anything that tries to trouble you, anything that tries to turn you around. I want to encourage you today for it. The night is coming. Weeping. It may have endured for the night, but night's coming for you, weeping. Night is coming for you, depression. Night is coming for you, anxiety. For joy cometh in the morning. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments to encourage and speak to your people. Lord, allow our hearts and minds to be receptive, to understand the urgency of now, that our purpose, that our destiny has not been derailed by the developments of 2020, that a pandemic does not have the power to alter our assignment. But we must still do your will. We must still reach out into the world to tell them about the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. For which cause we consider everything else in our life nothing. Just to know you, Lord. In your power and the power of your resurrection and the glory of your suffering. We must share this with the world. So Lord, let our light so shine that men may see our works, but yet glorify you who art in heaven. So Lord, I'm proclaiming encouragement, strength and power to all of your people because everything that you have promised in your word is at our fingertips. As long as we never forget that we're on a mission and that we're on an assignment for you. This world is not our home, but you're preparing a place for us You said you go to prepare a place for us that where you are, we may be also. And we are looking to the promise that you gave us in your word in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Pray God's blessings over you, your family, your household. Pray this word has encouraged you. And I pray that you having shared this word with someone else. I pray that you're blessed on this holiday weekend. And I pray that you live encouraged and blessed and never forget the words I gave you this morning from the Lord, wherever you are, whatever you're going through, whatever you may have suffered with, night is coming for that because you're on a mission. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.